0: hello everyone and welcome to the that's a wrap podcast the show where we wrap up the latest films that we've seen i'm your host joe downey and i'm your co-host matt parkinson the date of recording today is the 20th of may and the time of recording is 1 uh before we start the show remember to follow our instagram at taw podcast that is taw podcast if you ever want to suggest films and topics to us to talk about our dms will be open over there you're also able to be up to date with our new story feature which is film track of the day you can also check out our facebook page if you type up that's a rep podcast or again daw podcast and make sure to give us a like and uh, share over there as it really helps out the show when it comes to listening we are available on all major dsps such as spotify anchor breaker google podcast, Pocket pocketcast radio public overcast and apple music so make sure to give us a follow and download on those platforms and leave a review where available as it really helps out the show if you guys would like to keep up to date with the latest films we're watching both in and outside of the podcast, you can check out our letterbox pages at Joe Film User and Clappy P. The opening and closing jingles that you hear on the show today are by Philip Buster, so please check out his music at soundcloud.com forward slash PhilipBuster underscore official. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> and today, oh, I'm sorry, I say it every time, but I'm rusty. Um, yeah, we're all recording good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Today is a very special episode because not only is it, oh, on May 20th as well, our 20th episode. <gasps> yeah but it is also our first in-person episode in over a year because we did the first three episodes in at nerve yep Um, and we have a very special guest today we have cloudy um tell us about yourself cloudy oh wow
1: (laughs) well first of all thank you for inviting me it's so yeah i cannot tell how great it is to see you in person Mm. and be on campus although that's a bit weird Mm. so um I'm the program leader for BA Film, former university. Um, Although it feels like (laughs) for a year and a half I've been sitting in my living room. Um, I don't know what else there is to say. Um, In light of, I guess, what we're speaking about today, it might be um, good to know that I have a practical background in film restoration. I worked for a long time at the Netherlands Film Museum. Um where obviously we worked on lots of Dutch films but also on um lots of foreign uh things. But I think um our conversations over the last year or so setting this up, um, have always right. I mean, evolved around that idea of let's do something with uh maybe stuff that I've worked on or anything related to Holland and So yeah, yeah. Let's set
0: up. Nice. Um, I guess real quick before we go into some of these films today, what has been your experience with uh, Dutch cinema as a, as a, as a whole? Whew. Uh,
1: in in any level? Uh, just growing up yeah. and, and related oh, to yeah, today. Oh yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Sorry, it's a bit a... of a
0: loaded question. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> that's actually a really interesting question. As as you said it uh, while growing up, because I do remember that there was a time where. Um, you would go to Dutch films in the cinema and I and I know that might sound strange, but it is sort of a niche. Um I think it, it 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 disappeared for quite a while and then it seriously picked up again. So now I think it's not necessarily niche anymore and there is sort of a thriving um Dutch film industry. But of course there, you know, one or two decades in the in the middle there. Um really seriously overpowered by, you know, films from other countries. So, um growing up, I mean, I only went to the cinema like a handful of times, but two out of five would have been Dutch sort of okay. family yeah. entertainment. Um So I think that's interesting. Um, it was on television a lot, so films you might have missed. Um, and then when I went to university and I did film studies, I think the focus was mostly not on Dutch cinema. I don't mm. know if we even classified it as that. So it was, We didn't
2: talk about it much at uni, I think, yeah. Dutch cinema, did we? Yeah. So My first major experience was... Exactly, yeah, this is the first time Dutch I've yeah. watched any <laughs> Dutch film. I've never <laughs> yeah. seen any yeah. Dutch
0: film that well, I know of before. But you've seen Paul
1: Verhoeven, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Although you I wouldn't... D- call. That just
0: that it was mainly... It, it, it relates to some of these films today, but it's hmm. whether or not you class uh, a certain yeah. film as a Dutch film right. just because yeah. it's just the filmmaker. Uh, yeah, like filmmaker. Exactly. Exactly. We talked about Suspiria previously, and I'd always... Mm viewed that as like, oh, it's an Italian film and then I watched it and I was like, it's set in Germany with American actors and I'm like, I just thought it was an Italian film. It's like in first year we had this
2: this conversation about like, what is a British film and like, what is an Irish film and yeah, it's interesting. Oh, I think
1: you can write a PhD on that topic. No, I mean, you know, the idea of national cinema because I mean, Delving right in, the, the two films are made by the same director. One mm. I would classify as a Dutch film; the other one I would definitely yeah, not, right? Exactly. But it's yeah. technically the same film made by the same person, so yeah, yeah.
0: And we might as well get go mm. straight into it. So, um, what we do, uh, is we have the, the guests and Matt come up with their own synopsis for the film oh, and see wow. how it compares to Google. I'm always yes. terrible at it. You, I'm not prepared. So if you're somewhat prepared yeah. today. So if you could provide oh, you us can with a... With a br- yeah, because I'm a, not good at off-the-cuff <laughs> synopsis, so I have to have yeah, it written yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you could just come up with a, just a brief synopsis for the first film today, which is Spur- Spurlos.
1: Spurlos, um,
0: yeah. yeah. Forgive me for... Br- no, for no, no, no.
1: Um... So, Sporloes is a film about a couple that goes on vacation to France. The woman disappears and the man, you know, becomes obsessed for years to find out what happened to her and eventually he finds out by undergoing the same thing that
0: happened to her. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And what, what have
2: you so got? what I had written down was a husband and wife go on a biking holiday in France but when they stop at a service station the wife mysteriously disappears. The husband distraught spends the next three years trying to find her. We spend the rest of the film observing the life of the kidnapper who took his wife until the husband and the kidnapper finally meet.
0: Interesting. So, wow, well, that's way better.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I have helped though. So that so no, like, can also off the cuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. The main, main reason why we do
0: this is just to see because Google promotes their films very weirdly and writes really weird synopses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just listened to you. Being this one today, which says, Rex and Saskia are enjoying a biking holiday in France. When shopping at a gas station, Saskia disappears. Confounded, Rex searches everywhere, but to no avail. Three years later, he's still obsessed with finding her, pleading his case on television, putting up posters and ruining his new relationship in the process. Eventually, an unassuming chemistry teacher, Raymond, approaches Rex... Intimating... Is that the right word? Intimating? Mm. Uh, sorry, where is it? There. Yeah intimating. Uh, yeah, intimating. Yeah, intimating that he knows what happened. How, what do we think of Google's wrap-up of... To, is it accurate enough? <laughs> <or>? Well,
1: <laughs> well, yes and no, right? Because the suggestion is there that he might only be tangentially involved. Mm. Right, yeah. Whereas I think it plays out yeah. rather differently. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It, I was looking at the trailer for this before, before recording and the trailer is very odd because like mm. it's trying its best not to spoil the film uh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. They, they do it as literally just like quick introductions yeah. to the characters so mm-hmm. it's an introduction to Raymond and then Saskia and then Rex and then it just ends on um, uh, the actor who plays Raymond just staring down the, the lens oh, and it's not I footage from that. the film it's tricky isn't oh. it <laughs> it's such an oddly structured yeah. oh. film isn't it yeah. Um, and it they're hinting that Raymond is the villain and he and he is the villain throughout, but it's just mm. um like Saskia is so brief, like her appearance in the film is quite brief, so it's like they they use quite a crucial moment in the middle of the trailer. Mm. That's they show scenes from the end of the film in the trailer and it's it's just very <laughs> odd. Oh really? But oh they yeah, haven't right? seen the trailer. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, this so it's a co production between uh, Amsterdam and Paris, I believe. Hmm. And it was interesting what we were going through with uh, what we were talking about with uh like national identity in in, in the film mm-hmm. because it's uh they speak uh Dutch and French throughout. yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, I think majority of it is in French I think. yeah so it it's the most Dutch film today I think in terms of language but like uh, yeah
1: that's interesting you say that but also linking back to what you just asked me about growing up mm. um for, for us, it's very normal to watch films with subtitles mm, and that yeah. things are not just in Dutch. Even when I was a child and I saw foreign uh, children's films, uh, they, weren't, they weren't dubbed, they were subtitled. I remember seeing E.T. when I was seven and it was in English, mm. right? Yeah. Um, and so having multiple languages in, in a film that's classified as Dutch is rather normal, I would say. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But I don't know if you picked up on this, but what's interesting here is that the the guy who plays Rex is actually Belgian. Mm. And so because he speaks, so almost everyone in, in Belgium would speak uh, two languages because it's half Dutch and half French. Because sort of depending on which part you're from. Um, but that's really interesting in that character. So I would pick up on the fact that he's not Dutch but but Flemish is the same as sorry this is already getting quite complicated <laughs> but he speaks French so fluently yeah. that he could get away with right with, with both and then her because she's struggling to speak French which is part of the charm you know in, yeah. in meeting Raymond um i don't know there's a lot of uh, language games in there
0: mm-hmm. yeah um yeah um i guess like, they they also like talk about the differences between the languages i th- yeah. i remember at, at one point because um i think so the the villain in, in raymond is french and he was talking about how uh it, the conversation between him and rex comes up about how a lot of the dutch language is uh, like uh quite literal in that like uh i think there was a character they were talking about where it, their name translates to miss mrs deadman Or something. Yeah. I I can't remember what the exact debate was. Because they're kind of having
2: this back and forth, aren't they? Near Mm -hmm. the near the end of the film and they're kind of like sort of dissecting each other's language, aren't they? And it's kind of like you know, kind of like one upmanship or something. Because we know they don't like each other though, so that's kind of like showing the (laughs) dynamic between I mean obviously they don't like each other, but Well and also the
1: the whole conversation between so, Saskia and Rex, at the beginning, you see them in a car together, but they're playing language games, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know, animals with uh, an R. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, she sort of... That whole scene with her and Raymond by the coffee machine is all about the letter that he has on his keychain, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: right? And then she wants one because that's the R for Rex. And so there's a lot of... I don't know. Really interesting yeah. language references. Yeah. I like in, that whole in thing in the with
2: the keychain because they, they show a scene where he gets the keychain, obviously yeah. earlier on in the film, and it shows how he uses it. And it's like it shows really well how opportunistic yeah. he is, I yeah. think. And it's a really good.
0: said well, like, to Laura yeah, just, like there's lots for, of yeah. great
2: little character moments mm. in this. Like one of the things I loved about this film the most was just how attentive it was with showing its villain, the kidnapper, because I. <gasps> Like I had a bit of a problem when watching it because I thought that... So the wife disappears and the husband's mm-hmm. looking for her and then it cuts away from him mm. for quite a while. Yeah. And we're with the kidnapper and then it cuts to like, the three years later mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, maybe that didn't hit quite as hard because we haven't been with this main character for very long. Right. But honestly, it compensates it for that because... When we're spending time with the kidnapper, it's just fascinating.
0: Yeah, I think because yeah. it shows. You don't know like, if the director sides with him or not. Yeah,
2: because like... it's such a like slow and careful examination of his life, and the way they juxtapose his wrongdoings with his family life, like how he screams yeah, with yeah, them yeah, 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 yeah. to show that Gosh. like it's safe, and yeah. you know when he's doing the movement in the car and putting his arm around yeah. his daughter, yeah. and it's yeah, yeah, really yeah. just it's great. There's lots right. of yeah, such he's sort brilliant motive.
1: Right?
2: It's so well. But that's done. so interesting I love it. that you
1: say that when. So mm. you came to this blank, right? Mm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, knew nothing sorry. about
2: any of the films. So
1: <laughs> when when you first see him, you knew who he was,
0: right? I, yeah, I, well, I, I'm sorry I,
2: well, I was just going to say, like, I knew he was sinister, because another point I wanted to pick up on was that both The Kidnapper and Rex are both really well cast, mm-hmm. I think, because Raymond is like this really sort of big, sort of, you know, very imposing mm-hmm. figure, and his face is very kind of sinister, mm-hmm. and he's very like upright and proper... And Rex is also very well cast because he has a very sympathetic yeah. look. I think yeah. like his eyes are very dark and everything. So I think well, even though I
1: have though something I d- to say about that later. <laughs> oh
2: really? <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No but, no um, sorry. But
1: remind me.
2: But yeah, I just because when they're introduced to Raymond at the beginning, it's you know you're not sure yet, but it is very sinister and like yeah. you know there aren't many yeah. characters, so you think okay we're introduced to three characters. So and one of them is when was we
0: obviously, first yeah. when we first see him I. Like, like literally like the very first time we see him i just yeah. i w- i w- knew i was seeing someone creepy and yeah and, and not to trust because they're putting on a fake uh sling yes but then oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. oh yeah of course yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. For some but
0: that's big, yeah. Movie, i yeah. obviously g- g- with the film structure I, I wouldn't i wasn't sure cause, like it's, it's trying to set up this mystery of how she disappears at this mm-hmm. gas station um so i i just thought he was maybe like one of a couple of creepy characters, given the situation, and then right. it does that like shift that you were saying into his life yeah. for like um, the middle of the film. Basically, it's yeah, a yeah, huge yeah, yeah. chunk of the film, and it, it's like you said, it's
2: kind of is the director siding with him because it is so yeah. precise and like caring with how much it shows in his life, and it's like it is honestly it makes you fascinated with this character
1: it's know. really interesting hearing you say that because now i'm thinking it's because you, you're talking about it in terms of character development but also it's not a whodunit right mm. it's not no, a classic yeah, yeah. whodunit so once you get the sense where you're like well we're staying with this guy for so long is it's not going to be an introduction of yet another character mm. who mm. then turns out to have done it so i think maybe that's the whole setup of you trying to figure out like what is yeah. happening here? Yeah. This guy seems so normal. He's like a chemistry teacher, and you know he's like saving a child yeah. from drowning, and uh, and so I think it's 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 indeed to lure you in, where you're yeah. like, what what yeah. is going on? And you see it play out as it's as what it's happening. I, what
2: I also found interesting was this is a comparison point with another film we'll talk about later <laughs> on, but the way it structures <laughs> it is it shows Raymond commit the wrongdoing, and it shows that he's a very sinister character. Hmm and then it shows you that he has a family and yeah. then it's kind of like, like oh has okay. gone yeah. like the other yeah. Way around. It's yeah it's kind of like an extra step <laughs> like yeah. oh my god this guy has kids yeah. and a wife yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he's yeah. doing all these things so
1: my neighbor maybe is also this
2: kind of <laughs> yeah movie. and it's
0: just like you yeah, yeah it's really good um how how was your experience uh, when rewatching this cuz i uh, you were saying you, you then went in, went into the book written by the same yeah author. well
1: okay um this is actually how it started for me oh. with the book. So um, maybe a little bit of backstory. So in, in Dutch high school, you get something that's called uh, a literature list. This is like, you know, everybody studies Dutch and you get a literature list. It has basically, I don't know, every book ever written in that language, and it has a certain amount of points behind it. Now, for your literature list in Dutch, you need to, and I forget, I, I try to also ask my friends but. Uh, I forget, you need to come up with a certain amount of points and then you have done your work and then you get like an oral exam on these books. Mm. Now, what you're looking at here is um, the book, Het Gouden which means the golden egg. Um, and this is one of those uh, extraordinary combinations of... V- a lot of points but Mm. look how thin this thing is this is less than 100 pages i read this in two hours the other night and i couldn't i I don't remember reading it definitely not at that speed but i have (laughs) read it when i was younger and yesterday as i was doing some contextual reading around this this is still the most popular book read in high schools and mm. and I swear that's the reason right you go like oh yeah. well this is famous there's a film about it yeah. and it gives me three points whereas you know a book this thick yeah. uh, gives me one point so yeah. everybody reads this right. so, so I just cool. want to set up like how yeah. famous this was Yeah. Um, it's it's also interesting to hear you talk about the structure of the film because um, I think the book does it slightly uh, better almost because they show the Right doing of, of uh, um, uh, Raymond first, and, okay. and then he comes to the re- realization like, well, if I can do this really uh, good deed of saving this drowning child, oh, yeah. would I also be yeah. capable of yeah, doing that's very late exactly in the,
2: film, the opposite? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So in that's the film, cool. it's almost uh, explained sort of retrospectively, yes, yeah, right, as opposed to where here it's almost told chronologically, like when this character is introduced, he's jumping off that balcony.
2: And right. do, you, do you prefer yeah. that, the more chronological um,
1: telling? Well, the funny thing is, is that now I don't know where I came first, chicken or the egg, and I've seen <laughs> the film. Goldneck. And yeah. also because <laughs> nice. I I, um, I told you, right, like I worked on the restoration of the film. Yes. So in that process, you see this film so many times that I think I was way more familiar with the film than than the book. Um, but now going back to it, uh, sorry, the book, I was actually surprised at how they hadn't kept this. It would have maybe been a revolutionary choice in 1988 to um, follow it this matter-of-factly. Because mm. that's the chilling part of the book, that you know, well, in the book you don't know what's going to happen, but you, you find out with the character, you go like, where is this going to go? And then you yeah. see it play out. Um so anyway, that, that was the book. Um, and then I I actually don't remember when I first saw the film. It definitely wasn't when it first came out. I must have been too young I do not I d I no. don't I don't think we saw this stuff in cinemas. So at some point I must have seen it. Um and it's very famous. Like yeah. it made a star of Johanna yeah. Testege. Um I once Saw her in. It was, this is kind of funny. So the Netherlands Film Museum and the archive where I worked was on the beach uh, in in the Netherlands, um, in in an old villa because the nitrate film is kept outside of residential areas. So every day we would drive, you know, out into these woods and uh, to this grand villa. And this one day, because it's also a beautiful uh, uh, walking spot. Um, We came out of the building, and she was standing there next to her car with two little daughters who look exactly like her. And I was just, well... I think starstruck because she is, she is suskier for me. And I had just been working on this piece for a very long time. So what do you do? You're like eye to eye with this lady. And I didn't know what to say. And she's like standing in the middle of the woods and it was so creepy and so eerie. So I, I don't know. The whole story is sort of, um, uh, connected for me. And then with, um, with rex sorry i'll tell that anecdote
2: first it's um, all oh, about his eyes <laughs> i thought i yeah.
1: i think he's a beautiful man right i mean yeah. and every yeah. i think every uh, woman my age was sort of at the right age when you saw this film you go like oh he's so beautiful but then because i worked in what i did and um i had just finished i think with the restoration and when i worked at the lab we had a lot of collaborations with Belgium because of certain tax shelters between the between the countries so very regularly we would go to film premieres in Antwerp uh, because you know that's where they'd be showing and we would show up as representatives of the lab and then um, I went with my friend who by then uh, lived in uh, Antwerp and his partner at the time was a famous Belgian uh, actress so we went together to this premiere and we show up and there is this guy with a much younger partner I remember that they came up to us and the two women knew each other and I'm like who is this man so this is I want to say thirty years after the film, right?
2: Right. Okay. So I'm
1: like and I'm looking at this guy's eyes and I was like, I know this guy, but who is this? But you know, imagine Rex yeah. in his sixties, he's completely gone grey. Yeah, yeah. But there's a hint of like who is this guy? Yeah. And then, as I'm standing there, he's being introduced to me, and I hear his real name. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm, I'm just like, I turn into mush. I turn into I like, "I love
2: you." In no, no,
1: but the, the, yeah. I say the worst thing um, <laughs> a, an aging actor wants to hear. So I'm like, "Oh, I'm your, I'm the biggest fan. I yeah. just worked for a really long time on the restoration of your <laughs> film, and I meant this as like the biggest compliment in the world, right?" I was yeah. like, "I love this film," and you know. We worked on it for such a long time and so passionately. And I think it's amazing. Um And all he hears is like, oh, shit, right? I'm I'm old enough for my films to need restoration. <laughs> Which I didn't necessarily get from him. But that's yeah. what my friend told me later oh. on. That,
2: that, <laughs> I'm part of film history. Yeah, that,
1: that didn't land very well. And all I Poor wanted guy. to say was like, I think you're so amazing. Oh. <laughs> oh. How, yeah, how so. was
0: that actual... Um, process of, of uh so what how how did the restoration happen what what was that entail yeah
1: so um for uh the Netherlands Film Museum at some point it became a huge priority to have um the major dutch feature films in in good condition So I I do use the word restoration when I speak about spoilers, but it's not entirely correct because it was pretty straightforward. Sometimes the restoration involves, um, you know, reassembling a story because the material is just not there anymore. Right. So Mm -hmm. you usually start with finding all the source material which in this case was uh, I think also pretty st- straightforward. I think we had all the negatives, both uh, uh, sound and image. We had all, all of the you know, uh, uh, separate soundtracks that we needed in order to, to reassemble it. And so it was pretty straightforward in terms of um, just making new projection material. But what was also great, and that's nice about Holland being small, and um, you know, only being uh, there's only one lab left, that the guy who's doing the the the, the colorizer um, had worked on the film originally, so mm. that would happen a lot, mm. and he would just still remember what uh, Slizer, as a director, you know, overseeing this uh, process, had said to him originally. And so we were we were working towards um you know um yeah getting it in into workable uh conditions again, mm. but imagine there was a moment when I was at the lab where um The Netherlands Film Festival, so the prize that you win there is the Golden Calf, and they wanted to, forgive me for the details, it was either the 20th anniversary or the 25th anniversary, they thought, wouldn't it be great if we show all the winning uh, uh, feature films? And then it turned out that that wasn't necessarily possible because the material just wasn't readily available. Oh, wow. And those are the famous films that have <laughs> won, right? So it mm. was also sort of this lighthouse effect of, like, let's shine some light on what the, you know, the circumstances are in which this material is kept. So there were films um, where literally you had to, you know, look for material under the bed of the DP at the time. I mean, that's that's yeah. really the yeah. reality of it. Yeah. Um, one director's ex-girlfriend had thrown the original negatives in the canal during a fight oh, you know stuff like that, all these stories that came up and it wasn't it wasn't very straightforward to just show the 25 or 20 winning films um and so it became part of this whole you know uh, yeah. uh taking care of the backlog of of dutch film yeah. and working on sportless was a dream because um I remembered it so well. It was part of my life as well. And um
0: so yeah, that was it it's, was it's it um like visually holds up quite well. Like I just I've written down that the cinematography is just really clean. Like yeah. I, yeah. it's on thirty five. Um but yeah. like I a lot of it really looks like up. it like it could have been of this desk decade for yeah. the most part. Like yeah, there's yeah. like still texture and it's still grainy grainier moments, but it's like there's still really clean shots mm-hmm. uh, throughout like mm-hmm. in particular I think when uh Rex is uh he revisits one of the areas they've traveled through after three years and mm-hmm. he's like running off and it's a shot behind him. And it's just a really nice shot. Yeah it's um, true,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And then there's one the one the main shot that stuck with me is um is when Raymond is at the gas station and he's 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 noticed Saskia and it's uh sort of a POV sort of not so mm-hmm. it has his like glasses at the bottom of the frame yes and, yeah. and and which still has the blur around it and then still and then everyone else you can see his whole mm. field of view yeah. and it was just a really nice it's shot really, like yeah,
2: there there are a number of things like i'm going to mention this again when we talk about the next film but mm. the outdoor cafe scene i think in this film was yes. really good i loved that i thought yeah. Like, it, there was such a great use of like blocking and camera work Absolutely. and everything. It's like when he's on the balcony yeah. and it pans over to him. Oh my him, and god, it's yeah, yeah, when you see him, him in the background, yeah. And, and we like, know that yeah. it's him, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. out of focus shot of him, yeah. It's like, it's yeah. really like there's a lot of subtle things in this film that are done really well. I really, really thought well. he
1: did not look dated. Yeah. Like, no, maybe yeah. also because that. <laughs> Fashion is almost coming back. All the yeah.
0: jumpers in, like, two of these films in particular are great. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the jumpers,
2: they were yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, everything... It's just a very deliberate film, isn't it? Mm. Like, every camera movement and, like, great. setup feels very purposeful. And, mm-hmm. like, all the props, like, the keyring and everything. I everything love feels uh, all
1: the little things necessary. that come back to have a meaning. Like, the exactly, squashed yeah. uh, soda cans and stuff like yeah. that on, on the ground. I really like the... Um, the analog aspect of it, like in the film, right? I mean, the absence of phone is is wonderful because mm-hmm. yeah. imagine this Helps film out the film now. Yeah. <laughs> he's been calling her frantically, but he's now trying to convince the local police. Well, well, you know, she's only been gone for an hour. You know, to t- to the police that's a domestic dispute. Come yeah. back tomorrow morning. Yeah. I mean, that alone, really, it must have been so pressing. Also,
0: also, the car keys because I I only realized yeah. this through watching the remake, which we'll talk about in a bit. But like. Oh uh, yeah, that like she
1: has the. She
0: takes the car key, takes so the he keys. has to stay at the, yeah. the gas station. Yeah. Um, or
1: the Polaroid camera. Yeah,
0: and then yes. you see him in yeah. the background. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's very. There's a lot of attention to detail. He uses for it. props yeah. very well. No, extremely. Really. Yeah. It's, it's very. But that's
1: well also made. all in in the book. I kind of want to see. So say, oh, okay. uh, he.
0: Yeah. So how do we pronounce his name? Tim. Uh, Tim Krabbe. He so he well, also adapted it and then yes. Uh, the director, George Slyveser. Slu- I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, no, sorry. please. He, um, yeah. I, I, I saw an interview saying like he, he bought the rights and he was speaking to Tim quite a bit. um, And then he, he, he said that the script, like the drafts that he'd written were not good, but not bad. So then he did, he did a pass at it. <laughs> I think i the same yeah, interview. Yeah. And then they, they fell out because yeah. of the structuring that we we're talking yep, about earlier. Yep. Of, like the order of which, mm-hmm. how to show Raymond as a villain. and, mm-hmm. I put I, yeah like we're saying we I don't mind the unconventional structure of like
2: yeah, it was a bit Focusing jarring to villain, begin with. <laughs> and it kind of made me a bit standoffish, but I kind of grew into it. Yeah. I think. And yeah, I I appreciate it for how it was. Structured. I have
1: the feeling I, I mean I don't know the details of their yeah, I saw mm. I saw that thing of them falling out. I, I didn't know that. And I actually wasn't I mean, I wasn't surprised that he didn't write the script for, for the, the remake, which mm. which I'm sure will come on to. <laughs> yeah. Um we'll but what I really like about the book is that um it it is these five seemingly separate scenes, but what you realize maybe by the third scene or so is that you're actually seeing the same story but from the other point yeah. of view. Yeah. And I think that could have been a little stronger in the film, but I think they try to dramatize it by making these bridges that you have already seen yeah. Raymond put on the Faye the, the cast. Mm. Or, you know, a couple of these things are... Are drawn out in a way that I think in in the book th- they are not. This is so sparse and it's just so yeah. wonderful
0: and chilling and yeah, because like the runtime is what, like an hour forty nine or something yeah, and, something like that. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's well paced um, yeah. Uh, so the screen uh, we'll get to the remake in a bit, mm. but the the re- the the screenwriter of the remake is uh, Todd Graff, who I don't know oh, what he's written. he's written. He's written. The Abyss, 1989. Oh, and, really? And the film called Camp in two thousand. Huh. <laughs> um, not a lot of films, apparently, no. after that. Um, but, yeah, like. Like, yeah, like. It's a fairly unconventional film but it's it's mm. not too difficult. To, it is difficult to watch in the sense of like so afterwards I messaged Matt like I'm going to go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz like I I just felt iffy afterwards yeah. Yeah. It was like it leaves it, a bad taste in
2: your <sighs> mouth because of how dark the ending is. I do like the ending though I a lot. See. Like I'm not going to say and, much and about it in even general it's famous,
0: but in yeah. general it, it reminded me of uh, another film not just because of the opening shot but it reminded me of um, funny games. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. in how that it, it yeah. doesn't please the viewer it, yeah, it yeah, just yeah, yeah, n- yeah. deliberately makes them uncomfortable. It, it, it did really remind me of that yeah. as well. But also it. it made me notice the tr- like uh, a, uh, not a trend, but like a trope in that: never trust a film that opens up with a bird's eye shot of a yeah. car going on holiday. Because, yeah, 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 like, yeah, Funny yeah, Games, yeah, yeah. The this Shining, film, and then The Shining, which uh, so Kubrick saw this film and yeah. he said it's like he one of the most it. terrifying yeah, films you see. Yeah, he said
1: it. it. I mean, that's shocking it. to hear, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, what I didn't know, and and I didn't see that until yesterday in, in an interview with uh, uh is that he said that the word "the vanishing." He chose because of the shining. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. I
1: didn't know. He claims it's an invented word, but I look it up and I was like, no, that Does word just exists. Tra- translates yeah. to
0: without a trace, no, right? Or, yeah, without yeah. a trace, yeah. Right.
1: But it says, I, I was actually thinking about that because the vanishing is such an active yeah. noun, whereas sporlos really means you are gone. Mm. It's the state,
0: I mean, right? It's yeah, the without like the, the, the like trace the, kind of yeah. thing. Because it. <sighs> Like, whenever you search for this film, you can only. It mainly pops up oh, yeah, as, the, as Vanishing. the Vanishing. When you yeah. log it on Letterboxd, it pops up as The Vanishing. Yes. Yeah. It's one of those and cases then you're where I like. It's between yeah, 88 yeah. and 93. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's one of those cases where I like the original title way better. It's like like The Hunt is Yarkton or something, but like, I yeah. like. It's, it's yeah. the uh, the weird, like, reverse of that, where. Mm. It, like. I don't like the English translation is what I'm trying to say. um...
1: Also, sorry, just to pick up on this other thing, you know what I, um, upon reviewing it now, or just like a couple of weeks ago, um, what I had missed previously is that there's a moment where the police stops them, where Raymond and Rex are in the car, and he actually says, oh, no, I'm not wearing a seatbelt because I've been classified as a claustrophobic. Mm. And that is a complete foreshadowing uh, of Mm. what we're not gonna talk about. (laughs) But, um, so this whole idea of, I've done this really good deed of saving this drowning child, now I have to think about the complete opposite. And so what is the worst thing that a claustrophobic can come up with yeah. i had yeah. never made that connection yeah, until it thing. exactly killing is the isn't it. the worst yeah. thing
0: it's, it's interesting how the film is like it's quite a philosophical film but yet there's only really one time where the film like stops to have this this discussion it doesn't kind of like beat the viewer over the head but like it, it still says that like. He, he's a villain who's like debated the idea of free will and like what that means yep. because mm. when he was a child he like saw that he could jump off a ledge and yep. he was like well I can if I want to and I'm gonna do it and then that's how he, like, right. came up with the idea of wearing a fake cast and all this other you stuff. You know, it's really like, interesting,
1: know. what you just said, that whole debate about free will is is what comes up when you have an oral exam about this book, because <laughs> right. that's why it has yeah. three yeah. points, yeah. right? Yeah. But why why does this have three league. points? Yeah. <laughs> no, because of the symbolism. So, the, the Dutch title is, is the golden egg, which, of course, refers to this uh, recurring dream that is having, uh, which, you know now that you've seen the film, also is, is foreshadowing the end, right? Because mm. it's her floating in this uh, uh, wide, vast space, I guess, until she collides with another mm. golden egg, as in her dream. And so there's all that symbolism of the golden egg of the headlight of the car and the golden egg of, you know, the mm. end of the tunnel. So I think visually that's been yeah. really well done. Yeah. Uh, and and I do believe that Tim Cabe was happy with how the Dutch film turned yeah. out, but um,
0: yeah, he,
1: so, you know what happened after that, he was <laughs> so he was so, so
0: no comment, do, do we have yeah. anything more to say for this version before we go into the the remake? Cause... I've I've got uh, the uh, the
2: yeah. last point I had, I guess, was just like how much I liked the ending, not mm-hmm. because of how mm-hmm. not just because of the fact that it was dark, but because I felt like it reflected both characters very well because yeah. they're both yeah. set up to be obsessives and they yeah. play with yeah. that really nicely like how yeah. you know you can find out what happened to her but you only if a out. b and c and it's like it shows and that both, comes
1: at a price yeah. yeah
2: it's like they're both kind of mirror images of each other and but i like did that you ever that. wonder
1: what you would do yourself
2: this is what? it's such a hard <laughs> thing yeah, no, yeah, i have right? no idea <laughs> no <laughs>
1: no but you did wonder though right? yeah no of yeah,
2: course yeah, of yeah. course i did I, I, yeah I know. Like, would it's I difficult yeah it
0: ain't ins- at him. Right? To, yeah. You also
2: have to think about the three years thing as well. As like, how would you react you still... if you met Raymond? Exactly. I, I was yeah. I was
0: looking at him like, oh in both versions, I was like, uh, just seeing how like how he dealt with him. And in in the in this one, I was like, you could have like beat him up harder. Like <laughs> like you could have gone at him a bit more. <laughs> I mean, he's but then guy. he's been distraught, <laughs> and he's quite a big guy. But yeah. it's, it's been three years. Yeah. Um, also, he was in public. I think so I this. Think yeah. Exactly. Just, but it's yeah. just like. I, I, it means it's it's successful that it's gotten that response out of me from because yeah. like, yeah. I haven't been in that position, but like, yeah. but yeah. you know, it's
1: also yeah. really interesting. I I saw it now at a different age, and uh, the the fact that, uh, sorry, the the idea that that stuck with me now more was that in between period. You know, the the new girlfriend, the fact that he just he cannot commit and he cannot move on.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: and that. That had so much more emotional impact on me than uh, before because I think I was more like into who Saskia was and you yeah. know she's so charming and so effervescent and uh, you kind of stick with her but now I was really focused on him not being able to live his yeah. life yeah. until he had this answer and he knew you know
0: yeah
1: I thought that was yeah really fascinating
0: um i guess before we go into the <laughs> remake uh uh for for listeners that would want to to listen to the, uh, to watch this film why, why should why should they watch it why should they go to see the, the original Ooh.
1: i honestly think it is a really really great film that totally holds up mm. i don't know much from 88 80- well actually isn't desperately seeking susan from 1988 I love that film. <laughs> that I holds up as well. <laughs> so watch Desperately Seeking Susan yeah. and Sporlos in in a double, double bill. Double bill yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, perfect. Uh, it's on uh, all available DSPs. Yeah, and I rent.
1: even saw that Criterion did a yeah yeah, yeah. And I actually wonder which uh, which source material they used. They might have used uh, our um, restoration because oh, right. oh. Yeah. they must That's have cool. gone to the Netherlands Film Museum for yeah. The source I'm material still trying action. to figure out
0: how Criterion works in terms of the changes they make or like um yeah just well, the, the difference between that and blu-ray basically is what i'm trying to figure from, out from <laughs> from
1: a restoration point of view there's not such a uh, i mean the, the 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 mean and sort of condescending thing that we always used to say about it is that where if you have money to pump into your restoration you actually manually clean up frame lines but what Criterion tends to do is they just zoom in oh, right. and to the purest yeah that, that wasn't really a, a restoration if you see what I mean yeah, I, yeah. they they might have they might have changed that but of course that's a business decision right yeah. you're in the in the business of selling discs and not yeah. preserving the national heritage yeah. of a of country <laughs> I, so. I wouldn't
0: know how they do it now because they've they've announced that like one night in Miami is going to be on Criterion and Sound and Metal and and then previously they had The Irishman and these are all films that have just come out and on digital so what much can they do to it? Well but that's also
1: because I guess they're becoming more of a distributor (laughs) as opposed to Um, uh, I mean they were already but then focused on heritage cinema but
0: well not the best segue, but a film I don't think will be on the Criterion <laughs> collection is the... That's
1: a great very okay,
0: Is the the remake. It's an American remake, but by the same director. All, all of today's films are by uh, George Slauser. Slo- um, uh, could you give us uh, your version of the synopsis wow. for the American remake?
1: I absolutely think it should be on the Sporlo's disc as an extra. Yeah. I mean, that would be... That would be amazing. Um I had never seen it before, so I, I was actually really glad that we were going to do this, so I got to see it. Oh, I, do, I don't know where to start. <laughs> I, I think they took everything that was good about the film and turned it bad, and then took it through a ringer and made it even worse. Yeah. yeah. I have no words for yeah. that film. Um
2: how, how I, I didn't prepare a synopsis because <laughs> it is kind of it, this it's, this it's the same it's, film, the, but, same yeah, 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 it's the, the same basic synopsis as the first they, they one a no, couple like, goes yeah. on a biking holiday yeah, yeah. The wife gets kidnapped um yeah so, a b and c blah 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 yeah. but,
0: uh, so the yeah. names so they've changed the names and it says yeah. barney played by jeff bridges is a disturbed man intent on <laughs> a, ab- abducting a woman after numerous failed attempts he manages to kidnap young diane Instead of Saskia, we got Diane, mm-hmm. uh, Sandra Bullock, who is on uh, vacation with her boyfriend, Jeff, played by Kiefer Sutherland. As time passes, Jeff remains determined to find out what happened to Diane. When Barney unexpectedly confronts Jeff, it leads to a tense life or death situation. Meanwhile, Jeff's current girlfriend, Rita, I can't remember the original name for the, their girlfriend at the time, but yeah,
1: um,
0: she's more prominent in this version, uh, played yeah, by is. Nancy <laughs> Travis, manages to follow him in hopes of keeping him out of harm and my first note is that it's the -the over-the-top version of the film
2: it is like um (laughs) yeah cloudy you said that it takes everything good about the original and kind of makes it bad yeah and yeah i agree like i wrote down that yeah why the original had this really good like atmospheric feel to it and its slowness and like it's very attention to detail with like camera placement and everything this one kind of goes for a more sort of generic visual style and is less yeah. creative with its camera work and blocking
0: absolutely
2: uh, a lot of the scenes are played out in a more sort of melodramatic
0: oh, and gaudy gosh. way
2: i think and like one of the notes i had while watching it was just too much music yeah. there's too much music in the this film jerry, jerry goldsmith jerry goldsmith did the score and i like him as a composer it was like, also very over like the all those depart-
1: apartment yeah. shots it's very strange and that yeah the, the suspicion around the computer and yeah. everything you're right
2: everything was made manager because it's like in the in the original it uses silence very well like mm. it leaves you with a sort of unsettling feeling and you kind of have to search for what the meaning of each scene is and it mm. kind of leaves mm-hmm. that staying power with you but in this remake it kind of forces down your throat what the yeah. meaning of each scene for is like sure. big music for sad sure. scene. And I, and it, it, it <laughs> focuses
0: way more on uh, no longer raymond barney uh, yes. Yeah, focus on him yeah. out the gate yeah. whether, whether as yeah. the first one's like oh who is this person let's lead into yeah, that was just I like, thought it was just awesome awesome to, big to
1: start with him because you have these you have these sort of um, vignettes right in the original where you get introduced to these characters in a particular order yeah. but to switch that around and start with Barney and you know I mean it's Jeff Bridges in his weirdest right uh,
2: uh, Yeah. yeah I didn't like that casting and, um, decision and apparently, like he, one of
1: the only films in which he is the baddie. So,
0: right, yeah. So
1: apparently, maybe in 1993, you would have thought, oh, he cannot possibly be the bad guy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not really privy to, you know, that kind of watching experience. But yeah. still, it was it's just like, too yeah. freaky. He,
0: he's, he's a great actor, but he's just been told the wrong. So he said yeah. he based his character on the director because oh. Slauser said, like the first day they met, he just went. I'm the real Barney to to, to Jeff Bridges. Oh, and he was wow. like, wait, what? <laughs> and didn't know how to take that. Oh, and then just based nice. it on him. So he's doing an attempt at an accent. And I, I was messaging Matt. So I watched this at 8, yeah, the 8 a.m. Weird. <laughs> odd. I Because of, of life getting in the way and, <laughs> and everything. I, I, recorded the, I watched uh, this one at 8 in the morning. And then because the film was so bad, I just had to message Matt about it. And yeah. he sounds like Dr. Evil. I found. Yeah. So, and then like, yes. <laughs> one sorry. thing I found, I
2: haven't written this down, but it occurred to me that um so Jeff Bridges brings a very different quality to this character. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. just visually alone like he's a lot more sort of schlubby than mm-hmm. the guy in the original Looks a bit like one. Dana. He's yeah, he's got like this long floppy hair, <laughs> yeah, sort of goofy hair, face. Yeah, yeah. And I think but the fact that he plays it with the sort of stoicism of the original guy was kind of misconceived, I think. If he played it in a more sort of like, deceptively lovable, like, Norman Bates way. Maybe it would have worked better. Yeah. As, like, it's like, okay, you've got the goofy Jeff Bridges thing, which he does well, but underneath that, you know that he's sinister. So that maybe could have been quite good, good but he doesn't do that. Yeah. Like,
0: he's good... Like, he... Facially, he does the character right. Like, he looks creepy, but then, like, it's just... It's just odd. And also, like, it just didn't fit him, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, but also, he, it wasn't...
1: he does this thing with his leg, then he has a tick in his face, he has a shop. eye. It's, like, too much. It's yeah, like, obvious, yeah, we get yeah, it. Like, You're the bad guy, right? Um,
0: and then also, like, when I saw that Kiefer Sutherland was in the film, I was like, oh, well, yeah. he'll be the villain then. Yeah, you yeah. did yeah. Yeah, not yeah, 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 like, yeah. f- phone booth, and... Yeah. Um, oh, what's the other one you were telling me about? That. I can't remember. Oh, what that was another one. Well,
1: and uh, Flatliners. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, he had that reputation. But, but still, we don't, it's... and you
0: end up not sympathising for for Keith Sutherland uh, no. and and his girlfriend at the time because yeah. like we don't have that moment to, because it, it, cause it starts on the villain first, we don't really have much time to sympathise for his character,
1: yeah,
0: and yeah. and then the major difference with this one is that. Uh, Rita, who was you said Linica in Hineke, yeah. Which which I could talk forever about the first one because she's named after Linica's law or something apparently. I don't because she talks about it in the previous one anyway. Oh. So yeah. her character's not uh used too much in the original because it's kind of just like just yeah. sh- show time passing. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it's like okay, she is she's, she's the down there for the, down the ride. Everything, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but but you know what I mean? I think there's different levels of uh uh. uh Talking about this story on one hand, there is this idea of a remake, mm. but I am shocked to the core that this is the same filmmaker,
2: yeah, yeah, the fact director, that it's yeah. a bad
1: remake is one thing, but it's
2: it's way more it's wooden. His yeah film. It, yeah, it makes me think that maybe he didn't have full control in the while, while making well it
0: the... yeah, yeah, sorry, I just I found something before this, uh so there's an interview with Jeff Bridges saying he doesn't know why. George had the went with the ending that they went with in the remake because it's it's a lot more happier ending and yeah. Jeff Bridges wanted the more like evil ending yeah, 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 than yeah, the yeah. old one. Um, well, which that, also that, that one might they have shot so many yeah. reasons right. In in the older one they shot a happy ending and didn't use that and it, a lot of the reason as to why I like the original is that it doesn't go with a happy ending and it exactly. it, it doesn't help the viewer. Well, this one is very, like. Yeah.
1: It also depends on your interpretation of happy. I'm not saying right. that Spoilers has an happy ending, but George Sluizer has always said it's it's *Romeo and Juliet*. It's the lovers reunited in mm. yeah. death.
0: Can yeah. I say yeah. It? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Sure, so, um, and and of course that wasn't going to work for Hollywood. I guess is what right. we think. But there, yeah. there were so many choices where you go like, wait, what?
0: Yeah,
1: it's so.
0: Bad. It's 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 just entirely on the
1: nose. And like, so let me ask yeah. you a question. <laughs> sure. I've been having this conversation with James now for a week or so because I, I, I was I was telling him um about this. Um, we've sort of have this theory that um do you think that um this remake is so bad because you've seen the other one first. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> I was yeah i when i was thinking about it i w- while watching the remake i couldn't not think about it in comparison to the first one mm. and it kind of it maybe hindered my view on it a little bit because i just literally was just comparing it yeah. at every shot yeah. yeah and it's interesting because i was talking to my parents last night and apparently they've seen the remake i think uh-huh. but not the original
0: uh-huh.
2: and yeah i need to ask them what they think
0: of it actually because but the, I, the general consensus like i mean i don't trust her tomatoes anymore but like right. they're on it's on 49 percent, but on letterbox a lot of the positive reviews range from like three to four ish stars right and it that most of them start with i haven't seen the original yeah (laughs) Yeah. so like have you ever yeah it's a lot more thrillery and like have you ever
1: seen a remake first before the original and you like the remake better yeah like what are your examples
0: Uh, let the right one in i i actually like matt reed's version a lot more than the original Really? Uh, maybe it's a bit more Hollywoody, but like I, I was younger when I saw the Matt Reeves version. That's so interesting. Is it is, I think, le, is it uh, I think the American one's Let Me In and then the original yeah. this is it It's a Scandinavian yeah, the Sweden, film. Yeah, yeah the Sweden. Uh I it, saw it's it's um first. Let the Right Gosh, One that in. And was I amazing. I I felt <laughs> that the original would just looked a lot more dated, uh, with with its effects and like I got got what it was going for, but I actually kind of liked really? yeah. the performances more in the remake. But then again, I have to resee it.
1: So, do you have an example of the opposite where uh, I, you like the remake better, but you've seen it later?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm just testing I this so theory. I, think, I mean, the, the main. Th- yeah, all, oh, quickly, and then um, the main thing that I was th- thinking about in regards to the whole, both of these is is Funny Games because Funny mm-hmm. Games I was am. remade but shot for shot by the same director. Yeah. Yeah and it was kind of like what's the point you haven't added too much uh, like differences whether is this one it's the same director and he's changed up quite a bit mm-hmm. He's structurally changed So yeah. it's like it's an interesting debate of like should you mess should you remake your own film if you're trying to get different audiences in yeah. and yeah. I don't know. also it is, I mean it, but,
1: yeah. it, it feels like he was trying let's try everything yeah. I didn't try in yeah. the original I mean in that yeah. sense it's interesting as a as a, as a comparison but yeah. I think that's where it stops
2: I think for me in terms of like the remake original thing I think the only one I can think of is Solaris I think I oh. saw the George Clooney Soderbergh remake before the original and which
1: one do you like better
2: I think I like the original better. The original, oh, wow. I think, is a lot longer yeah. and, you know, obviously a lot more contemplative. I think it looks yeah. nicer mm. as well. Like, the cinematography in the old one is just a lot more striking. But George and Clooney color, naked? Well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember... Oh, that's that that's, case, that's actually, what I yeah, no, my, that's right remember. <laughs> from, I that's like, what
0: Tarkovsky was missing. I was yeah, like, exactly. they're
1: making a remake of <laughs> I, Solaris with George yeah. Clooney and, and... I don't remember much... Atosho- mccallon
0: right? Or McCallon? Uh, I, yeah. I haven't seen. It I don't remember ago, much about the gorgeous,
2: remake, so. other than that it looked a bit drab. I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, remember it was... liking the look
0: of the new one. I know it's kind of I, The
1: one thing I took away is <laughs> George. <laughs> I know.
0: <Spots>. I, <laughs> good, good friend and guest on the show, uh, Jack Greenwood hates the original. Yeah, and he loves the remake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Jack Howard, I think, likes the the George Clooney one, okay. um, but. Yeah, I no, it's, it's not a unpopular popular opinion. It was a opinion, big deal, right? That someone
1: was trying to remake Dirk Hoster. yeah, yeah. yeah I can't think of
0: well. and there's also any other examples. Psycho though? is another case of it just being a shot for shot remake. So yeah. the the. Oh, Gus by Gus Van
1: Sant, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But with Funny Games, you were saying... Uh, we're going on a lot of tangents, no, no, but, no, like, but it, it's okay. It, it, <laughs> but no, it's a testament to how bad it, the, this yeah. one is.
2: With the Funny Games one, you're saying like, oh, it's <laughs> shot for shot, what's the point? And I guess the point is that, oh, it's got actors in it that people will know in...
0: Yeah, it's mainly you to get countries. American audience. Yeah, because it's got was yeah. it
2: Naomi Watts and Tim Ross, yeah. Tim, Tim Ross, yeah, yeah, that was it, Brady yeah. Corbett, and someone else. So I guess but, that's yeah. the reason. I guess yeah, to but... like keep it faithful to the original, but have more people. But, no, but that's what this how one's how trying to do, a... and it's but it does it, But it does, it's not faithful though. That's yeah. the thing I it completely changes so much. Whereas Everything. with funny games, it's more
0: like okay. <laughs> yeah. I can
1: see how yeah. that's a really f- interesting formal exercise for a director, right? To do that. It's good, like
0: you know, financially. This is just. Did this do well, the the remake? I don't know. I didn't
1: look. Oh, uh, the vanishing. I. I
0: You've don't got the know. Wikipedia. Right? If you look up the box office I cannot figures, cannot imagine it is at the top there. Uh, so the budget was twenty three million, and then the box office was. I'm just calculating. To so it. 14 million ish. <laughs> 14 and a half million. So
2: so, it lost, but I don't know it, if that's domestic or So it
1: costs more than it. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it looks.
2: I mean, Wikipedia, you can never really trust these. I think Wendy told us that Wikipedia budgets are always like, very yeah. vague, but it looks like it lost money. It was yeah. received
0: badly. Which, uh, yeah. Of Mar- it Mark Como said that the original was about the banality of evil, but the remake became about the evil of banality it was a mess that is <laughs> so
1: great it awesome
0: um, well, the word especially sniff. that ending
1: that. with that girlfriend. i mean that was she was i was like no like it could have
2: been very corny, the ending. They,
0: like it could have been an improvement to like bring in his his new girlfriend and to talk about like his trauma of still trying to get over Saskia, but, like, they do the cheesy thing of, like, how am I going to hack into this computer? What's the anagram of Diane's oh, name? My. R. Vanished. Terrible. Oh. It's it is terrible. <laughs> was... I, um... I, I, I was worried I woke my housemate up oh. because I went fuck off at the screen <laughs> very loud. And yeah. everything
1: that was sold in the original, like what we talked about, the, the keychain, the R, the key what, chain, yeah. it becomes an infinity sign. Yeah. I mean, it's like... for
0: it, it, it all seems dumbed yeah. down and,
1: yeah. really dumbed and also
2: because I mentioned earlier about the cafe scene in the original how it's mm-hmm. really good in terms of camera placement and blocking and yeah. like how it uses focus to sort of build tension in the remake it's done just as shot reverse shot yeah. I think yeah. like you see them sitting at the table mm-hmm. cut to Jeff Bridges looking at them mm-hmm. and then cut back and it's yeah. very sort of like I don't know <laughs> yeah. sort of just functional rather
0: than yeah. evocative of anything it's yeah, my main positive quite with, bad. with this film is that uh is that Keitha Sutherland wails on Jeff Bridges more than um, Rex wails on... <laughs> I think like he yeah. properly oh, beats yeah, him true. up. Like, it's but great, then, yeah. but, but then, like, when the policeman stops them, it's very obvious that Jeff Bridges is evil because he's got a bloody right. face and yeah, like, yeah, a broken yeah, nose. Yeah, 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 and like, oh, you're fine, yeah. No, no, I'm fine I'm yeah. Right. <laughs> Like, yeah. Going
2: back to the cast, I think my criticism about Jeff Bridges in this was more from, like, a critical standpoint. But whereas Keitha Sutherland, I think it was more personal preference. Like, I preferred... Uh, what was his, his name? Jean Berwutz, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was warmer to him than Kiefer yeah, Sutherland, I don't know it's because sure. of just how he looks or his performance, it but was also more I just think a personal the, thing. The, the I think.
1: couple and their, uh, you know, slight sort of, it it, it isn't even like lovey-dovey, uh, uh, um, I don't know, they're just bantering in a the the, the coupledom is set up so well, And um, Mm. and with The Vanishing, I'm looking at Keefer Sutherland and Sandra Bullock. It's just, I I don't know, it just didn't.
2: Sandra Bullock was another one. I said this to you, I think, Joe, that it was weird seeing, because I know this was before she did Speed and Mm. before she was famous Mm. and. it was weird seeing a very high-profile actor being treated as if she was C-list because yeah, yeah, she's yeah, in the film well, for like ten minutes. That's the beginning and, of
1: your career, huh? Yeah,
2: and it's just I forgot. Like, oh yes, she wasn't famous
0: in 1993. Yeah. <laughs> but it oh, was also she, odd because, no. like, I don't know. I yeah, to you. Yeah. Maybe I think yeah. it, it also just plays as odd because like uh, the character of Diane Saskia uh, is is used quite briefly in general because of the the kidnap mystery. But it's because yeah. it's Sandra Bullock. It's like. Yeah, oh, it's weird. I expected exactly.
2: her. I expected her because I knew the film was doing things structurally different. So I did expect her to be more to be mm. in the film more. But yeah. it just it yeah. wasn't the case. And I was like, oh. Okay.
1: And I'm pretty <laughs> sure that uh, you know Kubrick. Uh, I don't think he has a vanishing on his yeah, list. It's, mean, yeah, it's not on tri- his top two hundred. No, no. Yeah.
0: One of the one of the posters taglines is like, "When obsession becomes your weapon." It's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah oh, let's I just
2: save yeah. the theme.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well,
1: the thing is, though, I mean, I I can see from a director's point of view how he might have thought that was really interesting to remake his yeah. film for you know in the hollywood system and then yeah. I, I can see how that's a i don't know a challenge but it also oof. could just
0: be, be to appeal with with tim if he clashed with tim about the 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 structure of it because the structure gets changed around again yeah in, yeah, the, in yeah yeah the, yeah uh, exactly but is, is this one Similar to the the book, in, in no, her, yeah. no, 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 so, no, no. <laughs> no, I think uh, the yeah. the
1: the strength of the book is that you do not open with uh the villain. The villain is is the third vignette, right? right? Yeah. Um, and and you just slowly move through the same story s- slightly from a different angle every yeah. every vignette. And um, what was I thinking? Oh yeah, I I read this um, contemporary. Dutch newspaper uh, article from 1993 and it talks about Tim Kabe being called by a friend like hey the Vanishing is playing tonight at the film festival in Utrecht because um, I'm assuming it was I don't know he said something sorry I forget the detail it was something like maybe there was a double bill with uh, with Sporlo's and so he, he got to see it because he didn't know that um, you know how how it turned out and uh, you know you kind of walked out there is a there is a credit at the beginning of the film which is even incorrect uh, it says like it, it does say based on this novel called the golden egg but technically mm. um although the Dutch book is called Het Gouden Ei, there is no English novel that is called The Golden Egg, because the English novel is called The Vanishing. That was a long dispute with the actual publisher. So it was even wrong, like, on the credits, you know. And so they had someone else write it, Uh, and as you say, I mean, someone who we haven't Heard from uh, his name Todd to- Graf. Todd, Todd Graf. Yeah, which I is kind of like, interesting in light yeah. of the topic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's vanished. So he's vanished. vanished. <laughs> his last film was Strange Days in ninety. 19- oh wait, no, he was Strange man- Days. Wait, he might have acted as well. I think. But Strange Days is amazing. So he's an actor, writer, director. His last film that he acted in was he Strange Days. He didn't write Strange Days. No, oh, okay. no he acted. I but like, so the last thing he wrote was a film called uh, Joyful Noise in twenty twelve can so say he,
1: I heard. <laughs> he's written...
0: Oh, wait, no, he directed that. Ow. So the last film he'd written was The Beautician and the Beast, <laughs> 1997. Um, and he it, he. It, 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 so writing from 1992 to 1997, I don't know. <laughs> like, Lord, but Lord. <laughs> it, seems, it seems like a lot of this is very for hire. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I I don't know how to really critique the acting in this because I don't know... Whether it's the writing or the directing that's wooden. Mm. Because, like, they just. There's one point when Rita goes, Let's get this right from Jump Street. No more secrets. I'm like, Okay. Oh my god. What? You're right. And then also, it, but like, <laughs> the, all of these people are great actors, but yet it sounds so wooden. So I'm like, Is it the writing or is it the directing? And yeah. we've had that debate before with Wild at Heart, where it's like, mm. We don't know if yeah. it's the writing or the directing. Mm. That feels not natural uh yeah Would, I, Jeremy, I,
2: can't, I, I can't remember what the case was with wild, of heart, wild at heart i think I, it's, I yeah i, I like... hated that film But
1: <laughs> you know what i actually think is really fascinating in that uh in that discussion because i i got that from some of the interviews i was watching yesterday as well um is that the director seemed to so identify with these films as this this is my work.
0: Mm. But
1: everything that Slizer was saying for me was Cabez's work, right? So he even tried... It was really subtle the way he did it, and I'm not saying it was it was done on purpose, but at some point he says something, like, yeah, I don't know if this is already in the book, but, you know, I made him a chemistry teacher just, you know, and then he goes on to explain it. And I was like, of course that was in the you book. Know. You know, you need sort of the most mundane guy who you think is a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. a teacher at a school, and uh, because... Um, Slyzer was was explaining it as, um, yeah, as a chemistry teacher, you you end up putting things together and you don't know what you're going to get. And I don't know if that's necessarily true for chemistry, (laughs) teacher but he was sort of um, narrativizing as if it was his. And I understand that that's a director's task, right? You take the source material and then you make it your own. But um, that's sort of my own discovery of the last few years where I when I go back to source material you go like wow yeah. it was all there yeah. yeah that's the real storyteller I mean yeah. I don't want to make that hierarchical uh, um, distinction but you see what I mean it's um, it,
0: yeah it's interesting
1: good. how you then own it because yeah, he like... talks about the vanishing as, as then I moved away and then you know it became my own yeah. but you see what happened
0: Right, he yeah. <laughs> takes yeah. another
1: writer, and then
0: it, it, yeah, it seems like it's like how much of it is him and how much of it is, is Tim Curry Because, like, yeah, even with a, a later film, we're going to talk about it's just like, mm. it's I think uh, <laughs> D- Tim
1: Curry is not in The Vanishing anymore, and that's uh, yeah. And that's sad because I think it would have been uh, I think it would have been a lot better. Yeah. Also, I mean, like I said, I grew up with subtitles, and I I don't I really do not understand the uh, uh, the aversion that people have against. And so I, this whole idea of remix for me is just like
0: yeah,
1: I'm like just watch the original. It's a great film. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's maybe really naive, but I guess... know people are in the business to make money, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One other slight positive, I think.
1: <laughs> We're is, looking yeah, really hard.
0: <laughs> is that when they show Jeff Bridges as a chemistry teacher? There's this really ominous shot of him putting a fly in some liquid and it kind of like cool. turns I into like, like ice It was yeah. the least like hollywoody type shot because like good. even the differences between how they use spiders in the old yeah. one and versus now is like when the spiders show up in the Jeff Bridges one, it's like, ah, oh, spiders everywhere. Ah, ah. Yeah. But, but there is, yeah. in, in, in Spirulos, it's like, oh, that's fine. They're spiders, but they're okay. And it's, it's him kid. calming the family down. Well,
1: yeah. what, like. what, what about that scene where the daughter opens the drawer of the table and there's all these spiders? What was in the Jeff Bridges one? The
0: Jeff Bridges one, it's all over the food. It's all sprawled out everywhere, and it's a jump scare, basically. Like uh, yeah. they're, they're both meant to horrify the, the kid, and he's meant to calm them down in both. But, but in Spirulos, it it's,
1: actually works. Yeah,
0: whether as everything about I this one is the hollywoodized the version, way
1: i so. watched the vanishing was off and on i yeah. have the feeling i, I might have been making food at the same time <laughs> yeah. and i mean i kept checking the
2: timestamp as yeah. i watched yeah. it and yeah i was like
1: how long yeah. is this going to take
2: like yeah i think the one positive i put down was just that the other girlfriend character was more sort of she had more agency yeah. in the remake of the film and y- yeah. she had more impact i don't know if it's necessarily a positive because it doesn't make the film more intriguing but yeah. i guess it's like I don't know. A female character has more agency in mm, a film, so I guess that's a positive. Um, but even it like, doesn't, ha- yeah, yeah it doesn't necessarily improve the film. But it's but the a use nice of her, design, her in I the guess.
0: original is so much better because like, yeah. it's like, sh- like her character is like sparsely used and it's like very distant yeah. and it's to show that like he's... and it's less melodramatic. because yeah. like in the
2: um in the original, they show the sort of disconnect between them. There's like there's a shot where they're sitting in a room looking at each other and there's a poster of Saskia between yeah, yeah, them. And yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, okay, that's cool. A little visual thing. Yeah. Whereas in the remake, it's just, they shout at each other <laughs> yeah. about, your wife is gone. Also, right, first time you yeah. meet her,
0: she's, she's a, a barista and he's really, really tired. And yes. like, she goes, oh, you're too tired. I'm going to make you some milk and you're going to fall asleep. You're just bad at your job then. Like he, <laughs> off, he ordered a coffee, like even <laughs> the coffee. I, yeah. like. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's yeah. funny
1: what you say about the agency and the woman in the second one because I kind of have the feeling that I, I love that actress that plays uh, Lini because she, she went on to do great things. Um, for me she has more agency because she's like you cannot get your act together yeah. mm. you are still suffering over this woman that disappeared and I'm gonna not be with you anymore because I, I just can't whereas in the second one I was like why is she still with this dude no but seriously <laughs> I suppose, yeah
2: that's a good point actually yeah. why
1: is she still with yeah. this guy who's obviously 100% of his time obsessing over someone else? I mean that's how I look at it now yeah, in my I 20s guess, I would have seen yeah. the other one <laughs>
0: Um, I've, I've gone through my points I think I, it was <laughs> a, the, like, I guess the final thing is that this is kind of just like the Cape Fear version like he, he's oh, basically Robert oh that's such De Niro a great analogy and, like, <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> the, the mud and everything um, no 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 it's oh, true yeah, I didn't think about that I, I, I think yeah, it's very yeah. obvious we're saying don't really watch this version yes um, no but um, it
1: should be it should be the extra on the DVD I think yeah. if you are
2: I, I would recommend it in the sense that like if you're fascinated to see an American if remake if you want to of... study
1: remakes yeah then... exactly <laughs> yeah.
2: if you want to sort of critically <laughs> look at you know American films and how they differ from uh, Dutch Actually, films. Actually, you know
1: it's, what? It's, I yeah. think as a research topic in general, films remade by the same yeah. director is yeah. an, it really yeah, like fascinating. Yeah, it's fascinating.
0: Like, we it talk quite about it rare because it's yeah. like it's like. Yeah. Well, there's Hanekker Funny Games, and then the George Schlauser with this one, but then. Yeah. Uh, there's the case of like a director coming to remake someone else's thing so like yeah. Solaris and, yeah yeah but, so, uh, yeah or
1: yeah. like Gus Van Sant right but Yeah, I Gus think Van Sant, the yeah. same the same director remaking their own films i think it's really yeah, yeah. that's, that's I don't think it's clearly, it's, been a lot. Yeah. it's clearly yeah it's clearly
2: fascinating we've been talking about it for ages so there's a lot to talk about yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and i'm sure we yeah. can go on <laughs>
0: but, um yeah. yeah like like previously they they're all available on mm-hmm. uh, like uh, different places to rent so I mean, think the vanishing
2: I think isn't spo loss I think
0: it's available to rent on Amazon
2: for like 2 pounds yeah. Yeah. and you can also get it cheaper so. <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot um, um, but it's cheaper to rent on Amazon than most films so mm. go yeah. check it out so cuz I nearly true. did that cuz I couldn't figure out the subtitles to begin with yeah, <laughs> so, oh. yeah. no I did in the end but yeah it's, yeah it's yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I think if you have them in the same folder then it automatically uploads yeah them. that's that's the problem yeah yeah yeah
0: um, I, I was trying to think of a killer s- segue, but I can't. I well, know. it's also 1993. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Speaking of 1993. Oh, that. Well, actually, I think he... So we're going to be talking about a film that is not finished and was uh, attempted to be... Well, yeah, 80% of it uh, was shot and uh, Slauser went back and, and tried to finish it. So, yeah, 1993, <clears throat> same year as The Vanishing he did dark blood with Jonathan Price, Judy Davis, Judy Davis mm-hmm. and River Phoenix and that is the reason why it uh, wasn't finished because River Phoenix had passed um and then Schlauser had an aneurysm mm-hmm.
1: uh, and he Well, that's 15 years later.
0: Yeah. yeah. So but, and I think during that he was he was he realizing that he has to he had he said he had more of an urgency to finish this film. Yes. Um, I was going to do the synopsis thing, but we don't really need to because it's like, it's oh, a I one unfinished. One. I think it's <laughs> actually quite <laughs> difficult. Down. Okay, so, I wrote one down. Oh my gosh. Uh, you go first, then Cloudy, and then, yeah, yeah, and then, Cloudy and then oh, we'll try. Wow. We'll uh,
2: all right, the one I wrote down was a wealthy yet unhappy married couple on their second honeymoon are driving through the desert when their car suddenly breaks down, leading them to run out of water. They squabble until they find the cabin of a young widower who takes them in, but tensions begin to rise as the widower begins to flirt with the wife of this.
0: Do you, do, I mean. do you have one cloudy or
2: wow
1: no i i don't think i can have, i think i could have said some uh some formal things in in right. the sense that the scenes that haven't been shot are uh narrated by the, mm. director, by the director yeah, yeah. Uh, which which uh, uh interestingly in the light of of our other topic is uh is is a technique that's often done in restoring say Silent film where uh maybe a chunk of the footage is missing mm. yeah so it, it it's sort of interesting how that came back i've never seen that done with a contemporary film yeah. i 'm no, also meaning. not too convinced that it's working all that well yeah.
0: <laughs> um, i mean we'll, we'll get yeah. into that yeah yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> I'll, I'll quickly do the google thing and then there's an interesting oh, yeah, yeah, new yeah, point sure. uh we've we've talked about in regards to like where footage has stayed. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Google says a widower living in the desert <laughs> waits for the end of the world. C- wow. Crazy. Uh, when a wealthy married couple arrives seeking shelter. I mean, yeah, the, the car breaks down, uh, the, the widower becomes obsessed with the wife fairly short. Yeah. But, um, I th- I like you guys' versions a lot better. <laughs> Thanks. Like it's just. It Did sounds you too get dressed that
1: River Phoenix was supposed to be Native American?
0: I hated that. scene. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because you you had a real <laughs> thing was. about. So that's this, the, didn't that's you? the reason yeah. why it's called Dark Blood is because he said he's he's uh, of a Navajo descent. Oh. Yeah. Um, and in the scene where he says it, I think it's narrated, isn't it, by the director. Yeah, but then I he think, also yes. he, and then River city Phoenix has said like, oh, oh okay. they they say yeah. we have dark blood and oh, all true stuff. Right. I okay.
1: watched um, that yeah. even with less attention.
0: Sorry, <laughs> I, mean, it, <laughs> I watched this at like clown. midnight so I might have yeah, missed yeah, yeah, some of yeah, short yeah, yeah. film. So like, yeah, yeah, uh, so like eighty minutes? Yeah. 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 Um so uh so yeah it was an unfinished film and uh, supposedly Slauzer um was worried that the company was gonna destroy the film. hmm because they they had no use for the, the Well, they the had
1: announced that they were
0: going to destroy it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then he he supposedly bought just like not you wouldn't buy the rights you would just buy. Them. No,
1: the thing is, it, it, uh, I, I think I mean what I could decipher from the little information that that there is available because I remember. So when I worked at the lab in Holland, this was uh, around the time that Slauser had, had a, uh, his aneurysm and uh, he called it sort of, you know, this had become his creative urgency to, to finish the film. And the story had been swirling for a while. I mean, everybody knew that Slauser made this film with with River Phoenix and that the uh, material was sort of in in, uh, I think everybody called it like a rights limbo you know mm. it uh, mm. and that he wanted to finish it in some way and I think many many variations uh, uh you know were discussed even like um using special effects at some point I think there was even a question of Johnny Depp taking over the role and then doing something with that, special actually. effects yeah I, think, yeah
0: I could see that they he wanted to originally cast Johnny Depp as River Phoenix's role but I think uh, there was the debate why... or there was the idea that Joaquin Phoenix would like be like a double or his voice would be Yeah, I've dubbed. heard all of those. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. All. The Phoenix yeah. family did not want this film no, to be released no. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it didn't. No. And I this, But this, even from a post-production
1: yeah. point of view, I think uh, uh, some other scenarios were were discussed. Uh, but, but the story had been around for a while and then uh, Slyzer got sick and then um, it sort of became became this thing. But right before, so it was, there was some sort of dispute between the financiers and the insurance company, I believe. And then, um, so physically, I think this material was sitting somewhere, probably in, in uh, hopefully in in a cooled vault somewhere, probably, because this happened to us at the lab as well, we had a evolved where we kept material and if work wasn't paid for then you wouldn't release the material you have the physical holdings to then you know have some sort of leverage over the situation so I think that's what happened and then um, they they solved the dispute but then something happened I think I'm missing a link here. Well, I think no one no one wanted to invest, yeah. you know, in, in finishing I, I, it I, yeah, or I something like failed. that. He
0: somehow like bought it back, but then it was later crowd funded?
1: So much oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, But yeah. that's at a much later stage because yeah. first um, he he keeps saying in, in interviews like I had it removed. Right. But if you start thinking about that, what does that mean? Because that to me conjures yeah. up all sorts of interesting scenarios. He must have known where it was. He must have found someone who who did that. I mean, yeah. because if I think about what we had at the lab, if, if that were the situation, which it probably was somewhere in Los Angeles, a post production company has it in their vault. Then you need to find someone who is with you on this mission, yeah. and of course, um, the fan base of River Phoenix, I think, was asking for this material. You know, ever since it happened, because they really wanted to see his final performance. Mm. Um, and Slouser, I do believe him when he says um, he was very close to River yeah. Phoenix, so he wanted to to. Um, you know, save the material, but it was also his film. And he was coming very consciously to the end of his life. And, uh, you know, he didn't necessarily think it was the best thing he did. By that time, it was, you know, 15 years prior and he was, you know, caught up in all sorts of other films. But I think he wanted, you know, he didn't want to see it destroyed. So then, you know, the, the magical words, he had it removed. And then he was still working on, and I think that's like late 90s right. um, or maybe early two thousand. but it still took another 10 years yeah, or so, because yeah. I do remember having a conversation with a producer in the Netherlands who was saying that they were trying to get the money together. But um, that's difficult for stuff that you want to make now. Yeah. And I think the the only thing at the time that the film had going for it was it was river phoenix final yeah. role and that that weighed so much right and it, it but
0: is that- it's an awkward one to talk about in the sense that you can't really criticize it too much because it's an unfinished film but most yeah. of it is there to criticize yeah like, like it, yeah. it,
2: it cl- very clearly has like a be- beginning middle and end yeah and like stuff that is missing it's kind of like, again, it's narrated by the director yeah. and you can kind of piece it together yeah. as a cohesive
1: yeah. film. It, yeah. And
2: like, yeah, overall, I, I didn't really like it mm, all that much I as, yeah. as a film. Like, it's, I, I don't think, especially when compared to the director's previous work, it's not directed in a particularly enticing way. The way it's written isn't yeah. very engaging. I thought yeah, I the characters were kind of soap opera-y yeah. a bit, like something out of a Lifetime movie or like a soap That's opera really or something. You know who, who doesn't like
0: this film? Who? Jonathan Price who stars it Funnily, <laughs> <laughs> funnily yeah, yeah, enough yeah. Jonathan Price was probably my favourite part yeah, of Yeah 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 he's great it?
2: I, I mean I didn't think he was good but like <laughs> He was just fun because mm-hmm. he was over the top And sassy yeah, yeah, and yeah, like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> emotional Also I mean I yeah. love the locations I was in school in New Mexico yeah, And yeah. I was like oh you know A couple of years after that was shot and it was just—I don't know—it was nostalgic. But I kind yeah. of—I'm actually really surprised that we've maintained. And I really like this conversation. But it was—it was definitely a decline. Like I love <laughs> yeah. seeing the first one, second yeah. one. I was like making food, and by the third one, I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I think we're gonna cancel this. We're gonna go back to the Paul Verhoeven idea because yeah, I don't think yeah. we're gonna be able to speak about this." Also, um, yeah. But yeah. tell me though, you as budding filmmakers, uh, how would you solve this problem? I know it's, it's, this is a huge question. But your lead actor dies 10 days before the end of the shoot, and you still have 20% to shoot, with him probably being in every shot.
0: Yeah. So, like, there's Oof. been cases, so, yeah. like, the crow was like body doubles, yeah. and then more mainstream uh fast seven th- one of the fast and furious films oh, of course was cgi yeah, yeah, yeah. and and uh his relatives as doubles mm-hmm. but the reason why it's difficult with this one is because like you've got the phoenix family not wanting to to like have mm-hmm. it released or have any more tamperings with it but then also you have rights issues and then also you have an ill director that can't really like do yeah. much yeah but then he was ill later on he could, but like if he was busy with other films we there's not too much you can theorize of what he could have done. I yeah. I I, I, I the bits that rip, <laughs> the bits that aren't there. It's like you could have got a body double, or you don't even. You can just kind of hint at what's happening because um, basically a lot of the scenes, uh, well, a portion of the scenes that aren't in the film are because Riv Phoenix wanted to delay any intimate scenes to like as a, like a method acted way of like uh, get
1: it all together. Yeah. Um,
0: but, like, you don't even really need those scenes because it's no. implied that, no. like, there is this, he, he has, he's, he's in love with Judy Davis' character. Exactly, yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't know how... Believable?
2: Yeah. I, I don't That's know. Like, none of the characters were very, like, deep, mm. I think, or interesting. Yeah. Like I said, they were so proper And, like, you were asking how I would potentially fix yeah. this film and I don't know how I would, like, fix it per se because although, yes, there is 20% missing mm. that, you know, you, you could add something to it, I don't think whatever I could add would make up for that 80% that isn't very good right. already. Yeah. Like, uh, the film fundamentally isn't that good, I think. And it's yeah. not because it's unfinished. It's just because it's not engaging or entertaining think, yeah, or it's well-acted agree, or wood- yeah. and it's wooden, yeah. and the plot is I quite bare bones. I saw this thing and, yeah.
1: where Schlauser said... I mean, it was a really emotional moment because he was so close to... Um, River Phoenix, apparently, I mean, there's a Dutch documentary that has his son, Slyther's son in it, mm. who is sort of complaining or at least hinting at how could he be that close to someone he doesn't really know while me as his son, you know, I mean, it's a really, yeah. you're like, I had no idea about this story. So th- the I, th- the story goes that Slyther stopped working for one or two years because he just uh was so distraught as if he had lost the son, but also Mm. uh, he just didn't you know he he was obsessed by film but all of a sudden he sort of had lost that and then later on he picked it back up again so i think that's one story why it didn't necessarily you know continue right away but Mm. what about i think in general though we can talk about the concept of what if something that disastrous happens in your shoot and it it you know, one thing is a lead actor passing away, but you can think of other factors. Yeah. Like, what becomes more important? Finishing this thing?
0: It depends Uh, on so many different things. I know, (laughs) right? Especially
2: for, like, big budget stuff where you've invested a lot of money into it and, you know, not getting that money back could potentially mean, you know, people don't get paid, people lose their jobs, potentially. So it's not just...
1: Well, and you, your uh, reputation, perhaps. Reputation, yeah. yeah.
2: Like, so the, it it really depends on the film you're making, I guess, and what the tragedy is, whether yeah. it is the passing of an actor. The, or, yeah, yeah. the
0: previous examples we've given are both like existing IPs that need their money back. So There's what, Fast and Furious was The Crow. Oh, The Crow. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a, a comic book or graphic novel. Yeah. Um, so I haven't like, seen the crow. But a, also quite it handy It doesn't that... look like, like there was any issues. Like, oh, it's, wow. It's, okay. it's a really good job at trying yeah, cause to Because another get one that, that comes to mind,
2: this is a less severe example, because they were still you know, all right, but Gladiator, yeah. I guess, yeah. Oliver it still Reed. still plays yeah. a bit. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> visible. I remember watching Gladiator for the first time and I was like, okay, these are the scenes where yeah. Oliver Reed had passed away, because it is, I'm sure for the time, the VFX were very yeah. good. Yeah. And influ- mm-hmm. I, you've seen Gladiator. Mm-hmm. It's right, always going to yeah. be, like,
0: Uncanny valley like uh, Yeah, and, like, be-
2: you can clearly see they're reusing shots and, like, reusing scenes and have a body double. Like, it's fine, especially for... 21 years ago, yeah, and yeah. but it is noticeable. Now. I think it wasn't and, for
1: instance yeah. with the crow, wasn't a big thing though? The marketing afterwards that they said because well, that's kind of drew,
0: marketing, yeah, that's what drew
1: people to <laughs> yeah, the film because yeah, yeah. the actual yeah. shot where he dies is in the film, right? Oh, right, yeah, know, oh, really? in the film. Oh. Yeah. oh my
0: god, I did not know, yeah, because yeah. I think was that's also what they used
1: in the marketing y- campaign yeah, saying yeah. that that's isn't that's it, am I making it I for well, in general there was
0: this I, there's been this thing going around about the crow curse where they've tried to remake yeah, yeah, it so yeah, yeah, many times yeah. but because of that yeah um, and I like, think yeah, yeah for this film as well you could kind of make that argument because do you think you would
2: have chosen this film to talk about if it weren't for the fascinating context behind it
1: no
0: it, yeah no, that's not the thing all, isn't it, it it's no, just but also a good I exercise thought it film, so I
1: well I kind of yeah. forgot about the story so when right. when I read up on it I was like oh they did finish it and then I was like, oh, how? And then I read about the narration thing and I was like, I kind of want to see how that plays out. Because yeah. I've only seen that done in, uh, like I said, the restoration of silent cinema before. Or, you know, early talkies. Um, and successfully so. Because there are sometimes, you know, whole chunks are missing. And it's yeah. it's really a valid way of putting uh the story sort of together philologically like how does the 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 story evolve Mm -hmm. Uh, i'd never seen that in a contemporary film but also there's so many fascinating aspects because i was like how is it possible for someone allegedly of slauser's stature at the time uh, this amazing actor who was at the height of his fame you know has gone on to amass sort of james dean kind of you know, legendary sort of
2: like Heath Ledger kind of. Exactly.
1: And then and then to you know, not be able to find funding and then he is dying and then they crowdfunded together and then it's sort of cobbled up and it was like initially shown once at the Netherlands Film Festival and then and sort of all these fans oh, are waiting for yeah. it, but I think they're sort of let down. And, and I
2: think River Phoenix himself so wasn't sad. that good in it. Like, all yeah. respect yeah. to him, but yeah. I don't think his performance was good, no. honestly. Like I, I mean, said, Jonathan Price was more fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if you do a double bill with my own private Idaho and, and Dark Blood, I mean, it doesn't right. hold up to... Yeah, right.
2: I haven't right. seen many films with no. I think There
1: aren't that many. Like
2: this, and I think half St- of Stand by Me. Oh yeah, oh, you right. watched half, oh yeah. I watched <laughs> half of it because there was another film the uni was screening, and I had to yeah, miss yeah, the yeah. other the, half. The, yeah.
0: The only experiences I've had is Stand by Me, and then he plays young Indiana Jones. In oh yeah, Flashbacks. oh yeah, yeah. Well, but, like, watch
1: My Own Private Idaho. Yeah. And Keanu okay. Reeves as two hustlers. I mean, it's classic.
0: I might give I it. I think a, he was yeah. just miscast, and also like, yeah. They, I, well, they say yeah, the character is young, but like it's just.
1: Hey, and uh, does that even hold up diversity-wise? I mean, that's the oh, big yeah, they, they the have big issue.
0: <laughs> I him being Native
2: American. I, I yeah. found I it so
0: annoying because, like, there's a moment where he, he has, has a
1: deep al- tan, but that's uh... but he there's yeah.
0: they have a moment where so like something happens to him. So and his friends they he, throughout the film they're talking about his friends arriving and that's what's holding because basically uh, River Phoenix is holding them from leaving his ranch. Yes. Uh, yeah and is, like, coming up with more excuses about their car being broken Mm or he's waiting for friends, because their car breaks down near him. Mm. And then when his friends finally arrive, it's during a tragic moment, and they have, like, a bunch of side characters, the Indian characters, like, praise him as this sort of deity. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck off. Like, (laughs) it's just, I found it so annoying, and, uh, like...
1: I wonder if that, I mean, uh, one level is the sensitivity that we have d- developed now but also right. is that is that maybe the naive way that a foreigner would see it i don't know but I, it's,
0: it's yeah. also just doing this going out of their way thing to like so like they mentioned that he's mixed race but it's it it's kind of what so the reason why uh, uh, one of the reasons jack black agreed to nacho libre is that the director was like oh no his he gets adopted by his Spanish people or something. Like, they make a roundabout, right, 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 a comedic right. roundabout yeah, 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 way yeah, yeah. of. Um, completely forgot
1: about that. Say- <laughs> <naturally break. laughs> yeah,
0: oh <my> yeah, <laughs> But, like, this is what I mean. It, the comedic <laughs> one is a roundabout way of describing why a white Jack sure. Black is, is yeah, playing I a Spanish seen character. The film. Whereas this serious film is like, oh, yeah, River Phoenix is Indian. I and it's seen like, what, break, why? Like, Yeah. and he, <laughs> I think he's miscast as a villain. The whole film he's is. He's not essentially, imposing, is he? Like, as a villain. the whole film is essentially River Phoenix had seen a Playboy magazine that Judy Davis was in and he wants to have sex with her. That's the whole film. Yeah. And then Jonathan <laughs> Price is contending with him. But like but both like both with The Vanishing and this <laughs> has been moments where I'm like, you can take the villain so easily. Like it's Jonathan <laughs> Price is really cool. No, he has a gun. Yeah. And he, he, he gives him the gun though at one point. Uh, I can't. Like, he? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. it's just, just like. And yeah. even then, like you have got an axe. You you've got all this other stuff. Yeah. It's just yeah. like just beat him up. He's smaller than and you. Yeah. You made you <laughs> made a point.
1: been <laughs> <the occurrences> Your <laughs> for every film we've discussed. He didn't beat him up enough.
0: Like <laughs> I'm then... never <laughs> like that though because I I I I I'd get annoyed when watching films with my brother and they're like don't go in there don't go in there and I'm like you need tension all this other stuff but like when I've watched it I'm like you have an open chance at any point right now and you're just yeah. being yeah. slow. Like yeah, yeah you're scared you I guess You don't have to but... be here yeah. like, uh, mm. So
1: <laughs> is the conclusion to this all, it was Slizer's fault all along?
2: Did he write the
0: film as well? He, he, I don't, don't think I he did I don't know, maybe uh, it was
1: that Todd guy again
2: <laughs> No I don't think <laughs> I it was
0: <laughs> uh, This was written by Jim Barton, it won't tell me. Oh what, it doesn't Jim, yeah, he doesn't have a wiki page? Maybe he hasn't written oh. anything has. oh, no. But then like it's, it's interesting just to watch as an exercise oh, yeah. because oh, yeah, some yeah. of it plays like an audiobook, Some of it plays just like kind of video essay. That's there's only true. real one. There's only really one moment I like uh, that's the, like them trying to recover it is that it uh, Slows a. Does uh, River Phoenix's dialogue, and it cuts to archival footage of like houses blowing up, and it looks yeah. more—it's more poetic montage, yeah, yeah, whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. most mm-hmm. of the film is freeze frame yeah. and then a narration of what's about to happen, and yeah. then back to the film yeah, freeze yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah, it's just repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I, I think know, they could have been a bit you more experimental. How much there still was to do,
1: right?
2: Like, I was yeah. unsure about the whole exploding houses thing. It didn't really work for me. It was kind That's of the just the like, oh, we need powerful the... imagery, yeah. that has nothing to do with. It's like something that like Von Trier would do in a sort of pretentious way of like, oh,
0: we need. Powerful image, but he would
1: have drawn the the lines on the
0: ground (laughs) without. Oh, I remember you saying that The Vanishing and Dark Blood play like TV films. Yeah, I said that about a Dark Blood film writer. so I agree. Yeah, I think
2: I said it about Dark Blood. Did I say about The Vanishing? I I mean, if I did, then yeah, it's like
1: opera ish. Yeah, 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 but um, so yeah,
0: would the um, what did I want
1: to say? No, yeah. I completely
0: forgot. What Escape we were saying with with Jim Barton is that he, his previous credits are just basically um, like TV, TV series. Movies, yeah. <laughs> um, the widower. The widower, yeah. Is he stopped writing in 2015? Oh, I
1: remember saying. <laughs> I, say. um, I realised, <laughs> you know, sometimes you can tell by you lose entire evenings by losing yourself on YouTube, right? And yeah. the fact that I became uh interested most in apparently how difficult Judy Davies is. Oh I didn't know. like not on this uh, not only on this side but on and he said she's been in there's like a, a video of Karen Black just completely slagging Who, her she's off. She's also in this yeah yeah yeah. 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 How oh. difficult she was. So apparently you know uh, uh, imagine there's a shot in which um the cameras on um, River Phoenix and she would be standing behind the camera like, you know, playing with him and she wouldn't speak loud enough and he would ask her to speak up and she wouldn't. She was like deliberately uh, difficult and Slouzer was warned that she was going to be difficult and he was like, no, I'm going to try it anyway and he was like, oh, I was wrong. And then you have this clip of uh, one of the producers He's this very soft-spoken British guy and he was like... Um, so apparently Judy Davis was really difficult for David Lean as well. But mm. David Lean, being another soft-spoken British <laughs> gentleman, apparently got from her what he wanted anyway. And then he said, well, the, the Dutch sort of directness that slides had, and I, I felt exactly what he meant, apparently uh, didn't really work. So he didn't get from her the, the performance that he needed. Because she's
0: quite wooden in it as well, I yeah, think in Dark Blood. It's th- very just forgettable as a performance. I think it's a there's like some sort of barrier between the dialogue because like it's mainly been in the, the English di- uh, dialogue films that some of the performances seem wooden. I don't. I think know. it's
2: casting as well as a big thing. Like it's in like Spirulose, the, they're all really them are perfectly cast nice as yeah. good
0: actors. And, so I don't know how. They're to... good
2: actors, but like for the wrong role. Yeah, I guess because yeah. Jeff Bridges in
0: The Vanishing wasn't oh, gosh, done yeah. right. And the only other villain, I the... think he's that I can remember him playing as Iron Man. It, it, he, plays, <laughs> he plays Iron manga, yeah. But like I forgot about I can't that. Remember, yeah. but um,
1: No, but I mean, yeah. you know...
0: He's good in that.
1: C- counter-type can be really interesting. It's just... Yeah. This, this wasn't in it.
0: Yeah. Right? I yeah. think, in general, this film is yeah. just interesting to watch as an exercise because it plays kind of video essay-like. and That's yeah, true. Yeah.
1: It's very... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know if I no, yeah because I, I watched go back
2: to like it. I don't know if this is partly because I watched it very, very late in the evening, but it just there wasn't did a point. Did you triple build these? Well I did one in the morning and then two in the evening. Just because <laughs> I had oh, to because obviously it's today. So yeah. um, uh-huh.
1: Did you uh, did you at all have the feeling of, oh my god, what is she making us watch? Because I was having <laughs> No, no,
0: no, 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 I no, we started on, on a bang bang with experience. the first one, And okay. then yeah. I I think maybe just his films that are in English aren't that great. Like no, yeah. I was honestly fascinated
2: <laughs> yeah. by all three choices and I was looking forward to them. Mm. But I think after Squirrel and how it's quite, a, you know, upsetting film. Yeah. By the like evening, I need to to myself. Yeah, when, by the yeah. evening it was time to watch The Vanishing and I was like I don't yeah. want to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I did it. <laughs> I, I think I,
0: I'd, I'd watched, what did I I I'd watched what uh, I I I'd watched both of them and then uh, I I was like oh yeah I'm going to watch um uh, The Vanishing in the evening but then life got in the way so I quickly watched it this morning it doesn't oh, matter wow. like,
2: yeah. like it feels like a day
0: ago when I watched it, but it was, yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah Dark Blood there wasn't a point where I was watching it where it didn't feel like a sort of chore to right. get through like homework I had exactly to say
1: that it was really like I said I saw all three of them in a row on a rainy Saturday and I was really looking forward to it and I really felt sort of the whole nostalgia for spoilers and then it very quickly went downhill yeah. so what would you like, say
0: oh. are like some commonalities with his filmography that you've seen like what are, what are some not in like an auto theory way but like what type of films would you say them i
1: don't think i have seen any right. other i would have to look at the filmography. i just know that uh my friend and former colleague uh, restored one of his earlier films joao and the knife and that is a very famous film but i've never seen it but the weird thing is when you work in restoration you I have memories of films that she'd be working on. She'd be in a different room, but you hear non stop snippets of exactly the same thing, and you get this yeah. very disturbed sense of what a film is about. <laughs> and so she worked on this film, like Willem of Orange, which is, I think, maybe the first Dutch feature film or the first film at all? Sound film? I don't know. <laughs> and all I remember is these clapper sounds of like, scene two, you know, and these particular old Dutch voices. And it's, it's a very strange way to deal with films. So I actually don't know why does Joao and the Knife is so famous or good or whatever. So I know of their existence right. and I haven't necessarily yeah. Yeah. seen them.
2: Because, yeah, like, I guess a common thing is like married couples going through life or death <laughs> situations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the three that well, I mean, the two. Well, and put their relations
1: so, to yeah. the test.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess so. That's that's. Well, one
1: creepy thing I heard him say in an interview is that uh, Johanna de was still a drama student yeah. when she was uh, suggested to him, yeah. and he saw her and immediately wanted to cast her because she had the same color hair as his daughter, and that's what he was looking for. And I was like, ah, that's creepy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Because. So, yeah. I, I think I'm just trying, trying to get a better sense because obviously we've had that debate of like national identity and what yeah. films count as Dutch and, and what uh, like what don't what doesn't because I'm, I'm just trying to see like because I, I don't have that big of knowledge of, of Dutch films like I remember, I watched a quick introduction video of just like it was like a quick history of everything. and The main thing I remember that there was one that was nominated for best screenplay. And then also there is uh, a film called Luft, which was remade in yeah. America called The Loft. Oh god! And another oh, case the of the loft, remake yeah. being bad. But like, yes. yeah. no,
1: I thought you meant the Lift, which is a really oh, famous right. Dutch film, which means um, the elevator, and okay. that's uh, that's an right. early uh, thriller. Uh, it might actually be. For... I think. No, it's Dick Maas. Yeah, it's super, super gore and yeah. Yeah, yeah I think okay. I think
0: I might have mixed up the Loft with Lift then because. Um, <laughs> no the
1: loft is also it's like the dinner party right isn't that the one it's like a place about
0: like uh, a couple of guys go to a place to be like bachelors but that's very
1: recent though right yeah Yeah.
0: Um, and then obviously the the main name I know is Verhoeven but it's like I remember speaking about this with Matt when we were juggling ideas. It's kind of kind of a disservice to be like, oh, let's talk about Dutch cinema and then his Starship Troopers and Robocop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, yeah, yeah. not actually like... Well, the, the yeah. titles
1: I would have suggested there because, I mean, seriously, one of the funnest projects I've ever worked on was Paul Verhoeven's uh, student films. Right. So, uh, and he didn't go to film school. He studied mathematics and some other... Uh, 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 a uh, science I I don't know, some sort of combination, uh, yeah. thing. But they were very active filmmakers, and that material is so amazing. So he made this very early uh, material called uh, The Lifters. Uh, and uh, the funny thing is, in in the light of the rest of his work, that seems to suggest something like thriller-like, but it's not. It's very light-hearted, 60s sort of yeah. um, black and white, really, you know, a boy and a girl. Um, hitchhiking and uh we had access to his dp uh and he sat with us through that process i mean i would have chosen something that were you know really the dutch period of of his um work um so yeah i it, starship troopers i wouldn't call it
0: exactly film, <laughs> but it's right? like but yeah. i it's like what do you call uh you know dark blood a dutch film no no well
1: the thing is also Sluiser uh has this interesting accent uh, you know he was born in paris mm, as far yeah. as i can tell but i know nothing about his life i right. don't even know whether he for instance had a dutch passport if that's right. allegedly mm. what makes he dutch right. but um so i don't know what he identified as I also don't know anything about that story of where he grew up, right. uh, whether he even had Dutch parents right, maybe right. living in France or I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that in itself was a completely different
0: conversation. Yeah. Right? I. I... I, d- I don't know how to recommend this film. It's just kind of like I if wouldn't. You, if you want to see an exercise <laughs> yeah, if of how you, to finish a film, I think like, if you're yeah <laughs> in, into that sort of
2: thing, and if you're a big River Phoenix fan, yeah, then you might yeah, yeah, gain yeah, yeah. something from it. And if you're into the director, and you know, if you're if you want to learn about the, the whole uh, the sort of tribute that he wanted to pay to River Phoenix, then yeah, I'd go see it. But in terms of like pure entertainment, I yeah. can't recommend it
1: yeah. at all. I have exactly the same. I think it's an amazing case study for how the industry works yeah right but um i didn't necessarily think i didn't it didn't hold my attention for very long. and and granted by that time i'd been watching you know the other two first but um it didn't yeah it
0: didn't do much for me uh, it's interesting you were mentioning uh, about a a, a documentary that talks about like his relationship with river phoenix because Mm. He bought the rights to Dark Blood so that he could protect. One of the reasons was that, so that he could potentially make a documentary about River Phoenix. Mm. And I was like, this guy really supports him. Yeah. What was the documentary you were saying that has his son in? Because that, that'll be interesting to check out.
1: Yeah, that was just uh, some clips I found on YouTube okay. that were from um, uh, a Dutch broadcasting. Uh, but I, I think oh, it was right. subtitled and oh, yeah. you, can, awesome. you, you can see and I didn't know it was his son but from what he says and then the comments because people seem to know these yeah. things uh, and then you can piece it uh, together but I'm assuming it was just a clip from that documentary where uh, I'm assuming that the guy when he shows up for the first time he's properly introduced but by the time you see him in this clip you just yeah. have to deduce from what he's saying that he's his son right. Uh, but it, it was really sort of strange the way he's juxtaposing this relationship of his father with this actor who died and then, you know, went into serious mourning yeah. for for this person. Uh, but he is a son and doesn't have a close relationship to, to his father. So that was, uh, yeah, I thought that was right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, this has been a really like I I didn't realize how long I could talk about some yeah, of these films. No, yeah, actually, no, I um, didn't either. Yeah. I was like, it
1: didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, <shall> we <laughs> draw it to a, a conclusion. Yeah, um, thank you so much for coming oh, on. Oh god, the this show. Is really so much it. fun. Thank, um, thank you, very much, thank you yeah. for I'm having me. I'm gonna further look into Dutch cinema as a whole yeah. and and more <laughs> of his uh, films and Verhoeven films as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you for having me. We say the magic words. I will go from me to you and then to. That's a rap hey. 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 <laughs> and we'll pause these.